Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick and Andy Bernard. Alex and uh, Catherine will be here some month. We just don't know which month. <laughs> September, like probably. It's Catherine and Alex time is what they call it. We'll be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Hey, Tommy. Still got the cone of silence? Why are we whispering? Because at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan, we're having a secret sale. I have a question. If it's a secret, how do people find out about it? Yeah, I see your point. Missed it by that much. Okay, here's the deal. At Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we have our sign and drive, not one dime out of your pocket lease special on a new Rogue all-wheel drive or an Altima all-wheel drive. So it's a Walzer sign and drive, absolutely nothing out of pocket? Leave your checkbook, credit card, Venmo, PayPal, everything at home. Zip. So what's the payment? That's the secret part. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or BurnsvilleNissan.com, type in KQRS in the search bar, and all shall be revealed. Seems like a lot of jacking around. Well, KQ listeners have been really good to us, so we thought this was a nice way to say thanks. Besides, winter's coming, and all-wheel drive will be really nice. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or Burnsville Nissan and type in KQ. I guess that's not so bad. Wow, high praise. Bum. We're rocking out, man. Um, I like that song. It's a good song, no doubt about that. I don't know where your mom is, Alex. Did you talk to her? If I could say something, I would. No, I haven't talked to her. You haven't talked to her at all? where she is. All right. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. It is finally happening. Uh, something that we predicted on this show and the KQ Morning Show, that if this riding continue, it, continued, it would begin to hurt the Democratic Party. I am telling you that we've reached that point now. People have had enough because even Don Lemon at CNN says, and I quote, the rioting has to stop. Wow. Yeah. The only reason anybody at CNN would say that is because they're losing money from it. Well, mm. when did he say that, though? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday, <clears throat> when? Well, here, I'll, I'll find out. Well, yeah, it just feeds right into the Republican narrative. It I mean, sure it's going to help them all the way. It's just, uh, I mean, if anything gets Donald Trump reelected, it's these riots. Well, it's not even anything about Donald Trump. Without law and order, you, you have no right. country. You have man. no country. That's exactly <laughs> I mean, right. You have no life here. You, that's why people <laughs> run from other countries and come here, because there's no law and order. I still, I, I still don't see how they can possibly win. And again, like I said, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican, but I don't see how the Democrats can win. I just, you really want a, a country that's this violent? They don't care about anybody but themselves, and your tax rate's going to be local. <laughs> 
County stayed yeah. 65%. I'm, I'm laughing because I, I just keep picturing the debate between Biden and Trump. I, I'm sorry. Oh, I just, God. I, just, I don't see Biden pulling it off there. But but that is the first sign to me that this is getting real serious because when Don Lemon, yeah, earlier this week, Gabrian, Grabian Media founder Tom Elliott noticed the word violent was quickly erased from Seattle. Did you see when that happened? I yeah. did, yeah. I mm-hmm. did too. Uh, Wolf Blitzer was talking to a black reporter, and it said uh, violent uh, protesters. And then when they went to the black guy, the word violent was gone. (laughs) Oh, my. You know, and it's, I watched the the protest, or the, the, not the protest, but the the rioters in Wisconsin yesterday. They went to car dealerships and smashed every windshield. Like, what's that do? I know, what is that What is that fixing? Knocked out a 71-year-old guy. And again, 71's not that old anymore, but this guy was an old 71. All he did is stood in front of his business and said, please don't trash my business. It's the only thing I got. Please don't trash it. Guy walks over and knocks him out. But watching them smash every car window with a baseball bat, I was I like, what's the purpose of that? I just think, they're, and they're going ha- to hang this on the Democratic Party. The Democrats need to do something as about they this sh- As they should hang well, it on no, them. You're right. What do you mean? They, they should hang it on them. People are sick to death of this. I, I was sick to death of it the first time it ever happened. You know, we need to do something. First of all, we don't even know. CNN made another mistake. They said police shoot unarmed man. They don't know if he was armed or not. There's no, no proof don't. one way or the other. Uh, I'm here, and he said, I'm going to go get my gun. And, yeah, and somebody said, put down the knife, put down the knife. Well, who had the knife? I don't know. I, I heard some, somebody say he said, I'm going to go get my gun. Right. So, you know, we don't know the story. None of us no, know the story. that's the so problem. So, until they, you know the story, just shut up. <laughs> no, nope, it's true. Catherine finally showed up. She'll be here for the, you know. There's a lot of traffic out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Horrible. Yeah, the Horrible traffic, traffic is backed way yeah. up. Much traffic. Construction. A lot of road construction. What is this? Where so is now this? two people. <gasps> My owls. You got the owls. What owls? Grandma had these little owls sitting on one of her shelves of all of her little tchotchke things. And the only thing that I'm like, I want the owls from Grandma, which oh, yeah. Pam denied and Pam their was existence. Like, there were there aren't any owls. There were never any owls. What oh, owls are you talking God, about? Whatever. What owls could that be? There aren't any owls. I can guarantee. And it. I told Grandma and Grandpa, I was like, I want these owls. <laughs> when you die, that's all I want. Because my mother, my, yeah, my mom kept on trying to give everything that she owned away the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So. And I was like, I just want where the they? owls. Mm-hmm. They were they were just on a shelf. I just it's one of those things where you see it a million times and don't see it yeah. at all. Yeah. yeah. But I, I always think for I my always sister, loved them. Like, like Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did I get? What owl is this owl about? I don't know. Nick's just throwing me under the bus. I'm just for trying to live my life here and I get stabbed right in the back. What for that was all sake. about? You know. Poor Tom. So anyway, it, it, it arrived in one of the boxes that they shipped okay. up for my dad. Well, I'm glad we're, she... We're interrupting sent... Tom's story, though. Oh, sorry, oh. sorry, sorry. No, you're not. Oh, okay. I'm just very excited oh, about can these I, owls. Because I, I didn't think I was going to get them. Yeah. Can I do a little plug for Veterans Airlift Command? Nope, you're out. We're going to get them on the podcast. There's. Uh, oh, good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I believe his name is Walter Fricky. He started this Airlift Command. In Minnesota? Yes. What it is, it's a network... The 
Veterans Airlift Command is the network, and they get pilots from all over the country to take veterans to doctor's appointments or some sort of humanitarian mission. The woman, Maria, who I was talking to, set up my dad's flight. She originally, her um, husband was in Walter Reed for a long time, and he hadn't seen his kids in over a year, mm. and they picked him up and brought him home. Cool. So he could have a visit. That's cool. Yeah. And it's the pilots pay for everything. That's cool. Everything. Yeah, they do. They pay for everything. Uh, Veterans Airlift Command can sort of negotiate maybe, it's called FBO, F-O-F-B-O, the place where you land an airplane. Yeah. 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 They've got all kinds of fees and everything, and sometimes yeah. they'll waive them for that's good. Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's a wonderful organization, and if you want to give them some money, do so. Yep, it is. It is. Uh, they treated my dad like precious cargo. It's awesome. Veteransairlift.com is the website. Thank you. Yeah. Veteransairlift.com is the website. They're not go. active on Twitter. They're active on Facebook, I believe. They're smart. <laughs> yeah, that is smart to not be on Twitter. That's really smart. No doubt about it. Now, we were just talking about a couple of things that uh, CNN's now asking for the rioting to come to an end, which only means... CNN is? Yeah. It well, only has means the world it's come to them. an end? Well, it's, it's hurting. The it's hurting party. That's why. Well, it should be hurting. Uh, it absolutely should be. Sorry, I'm, pop, I'm popping a cold one. Without law and order, we don't have a country. I mean, yes, exactly. Period. Well, here's, a, here's a couple of paragraphs for you. Earlier this week, Grabian media founder Tom Elliott noticed that the word violent was quickly erased from CNN's on-screen graphic. You and I saw that last yeah, night. Yeah, you noticed that right away. One correspondent, Omar Jimenez, did a live hit from uh, Kenosha. But after three nights of unrest, even liberal CNN has acknowledged the protests are far from peaceful. Lemon called the events in Kenosha a Rorschach test for the entire country. I think this is a blind spot for Democrats, Lemon said. I think Democrats are ignoring this problem or hoping it'll all go away. It's not going away. Don Lemon is calling for the end. Did you hear what... Uh, oh, I, 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 somebody must have paid him. He would never say anything <laughs> like oh, this. I guarantee you they're losing Ever. money because of this. Well, the only reason they care first is First of all, the ratings are in the toilet. Yeah, they are. In the toilet. Terrible. They're like the worst of any news station on there. I understand that, but it's been that way for a while, and they don't well, seem to they, care. They need to change their narrative. Even even Fox has their their house uh, liberal on yeah, the, on yeah, the station. Do. Sure. Yeah, one Yeah, one way. Yeah, well, yeah. And he's right. totally against Trump, and he, and he voice, they let him voice his opinion. Sure. CNN doesn't let anyone do no, that. No, they don't. Network. That's true. So, so at least, they it, don't. You know, so they're completely a biased okay. So they have to change so that or they're going to lose their relationship. The, the mother of the man that was shot in Kenosha. Yes. Yep. She... Was on his, she was on his Don Lemon's show, yep, right? And she said fantastic. that this is ridiculous. This is not what they want. But the father was encouraging it. Yeah, the father was, yeah. But there's divorce separate for a long time. But, I mean, yes. he... What actually... Does anybody know what actually happened now? No. No. No, no they still don't know if he was he, armed or not. They have no idea. Well, they didn't know this false story about George Floyd for like two and a half months. Right. I mean, there's, it took forever to get out. There's rumors that he said, I'm going to go get my gun... And <clears throat> that he did I, I heard that there was some new footage showing that he was there was some altercation yeah, before I the footage yeah, that, that was yeah. released. I yeah. saw that, but doesn't. Is there, I don't, could nothing. we just could we just ask the rioters to just give it a, a, a twenty four hour? They don't care. No, nope. they, they don't care. Yeah. Even, if, even, even, if, even if you came out tomorrow and said, "Yeah, he reached in his door and grabbed a load yeah, of pistol," they won't care. They won't care. 
They just want to destroy stuff. They do. They they're, absolutely they're angry. Do. Yeah, I mean, the, the stuff that I'm reading on the national news here, the national websites, this is really hurting the Democrats because they're all asking. Well, Blake's mother said, do not be rioting in my son's name because no. we're, we're not putting up. No, they've already destroyed that neighborhood. Yep. They have indeed. we got to take a break here in a couple of seconds, but we're back with more information. Look, what I'd like to see is maybe the Democrats could grow a pair and step up and say enough with the rioting, and then the Republican can, could grow a pair and actually do something about it instead of sitting around staring at the sun, for Christ's sake. Both parties right now look terrible, if you ask me. They just do. They're not doing anything to keep anybody safe. Well, what do you the do? cities that have the rioting, except for right now, I mean... Before Wisconsin, they're all run by Democrat, and they won't let the National Guard in. I'm surprised that Jacob Fry did in Minneapolis, yeah. and that was the right move. He, he squashed. He it. had no choice, but he, he did, did squash it, and it got right. squashed quick. Well, Kenosha, the Kenosha's run by a Democrat too. Is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, Wisconsin's was. governor's really far left. So they, they might not let the National Guard in. So it's their call. Well, they it's, let 1,500 of them in. It's the state's call. They have the right yeah, to yeah, say no. We'll they need to shut down the ride. Enough with the riding. And I told Catherine something last night. Uh, you see these white kids, and they were all white. I know. Screaming into diners' faces. Oh, out they're on, all uh, white. I, I asked Catherine a question because she's known me for almost 40 years now. Do you think I could sit there and watch someone scream in your face? <laughs> And the answer is I don't no. Think it would I, go well. That would not go well. Yeah. I would lose my the mind. The problem is there's so many of them. That's You're, right. You'd be overpowered. Maybe we could maybe, maybe so we could smirk like that MAGA hat guy and then yeah. maybe, get millions of and dollars. Then be able to sue did you for see what millions? they did to him? No. Uh, they were talking about this woman. Sandman. Something. Sandman. Yeah, yeah, Nicholas, Nicholas Sandman. Sandman. Yeah. Nicholas. He was great on, on, the, on the RNC last night. I did not see So that. the woman, this Mendoza, made, apparently made some anti-Semitic remarks, so they scratched her from the, the speaker forum, right? Okay. The problem is when they reported the story, they put Nick Sandman's picture just above it, so it looks like he's the one who said something anti-Semitic. Well, of course. I mean, these people are disgusting. Oh, no, they are. They're, they're picking, this kid is, how old is he, 18? I think he's 18 now. They just yeah. will not stop trying to ruin he, his life. He's already got $520 million, and he's going to get, he's expected to get another $100 million. Well, he might get I thought it wasn't, how this. did you find that out? I CNN sale for $250 million, and New York Times or Pulse, I forget which one, gave him $250 million. Good. Holy, and he's got, he's got several more suits. 17. <laughs> 17 more suits. Bleed yeah. them all dry. He, he, they Good say he him. will be the richest person in America under 21. Well, I'm sure that's true. We've got to take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
kind of says both. I remember this mag. I used to get this magazine. Yeah? Well, there you go. You used to get all life. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, good. This would be a good interview. If it's the same one. I'm sure it is. Like, what? I can't hear anything other than myself. Me neither. Well, then turn your your headphones on. They're on. They're on. I can hear. You hear bumper Everyone music? can hear you. I didn't hear any bumper music. It's because you missed it. Oh, well, there's a whole different deal. Yeah. Mark, did you hear the bumper music, wow. Mark? It's Wednesday. Uh, nope. Hey. See, see, we're all teaming up against our son, Andy. Yeah, get him. Mark, it's Methot, right? Methot. Methot. Yeah. Mark Methot, ladies and gentlemen, we have a lifelong cartoons magazine, cartoons magazine, of course. L.A. Nick is with us. He's all whipped up to talk to you, Mark. This is this should be pretty interesting. Well, is, is, it, is it the same cartoon magazine like that's been around forever? Yeah, Since 1959. 1959. Oh, yeah, I, I bought that every 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 one that came out. <laughs> you got the right audience, Mark. <laughs> this is good news. I think I bought every one as a kid, like through my whole childhood. Really? Oh, yeah. That's wonderful. That was one of my favorite magazines. Cartoons Magazine began in 1959 as an American publication that focused on automotive humor and hot rod artwork. It originated by Carl Kohler and drag racing artist Pete Millar, or Miller, but it's, I think it's Millar, isn't it? It was published by Robert E. Peterson Publication Company as a bi-monthly. So you bought it twice a month, L.A. I, bought, I know I bought it. I would beg my mom, oh, I got to go to, to the, mag, the bookstore. Okay, Mark. Oh, look at this. In 2015, Mark... Uh, our president purchased the cartoons trademark and revived the magazine back to its bi-monthly subscription model. Ellie, you can start well, buying start it, again. it again. I'll tell you, it, it really drew. It was a magnet for me. It, it sucked me into the automotive world and got me started on collecting cars and building cars and building motorcycles. That was my introduction. Well, the magazine was. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, this is wonderful. This 100%. is terrific, Mark. Hundred percent. Uh, now he owns about 8,000 cars and, uh, <laughs> and motorcycles. But uh, other than that, Mark, he's a normal guy. Nice. So uh, how, now, how did you? So you bought the magazine, or the trademark is what you bought, right? Yeah, I filed for the trademark back in early 2015 because I come across it. It was abandoned, and um, on the website I was on, uh, you had the option to file for an old trademark that was abandoned or hmm. create a new one. So I filed for it and got locked in. And then I had to go through the whole process to finalize it. And once it was finalized, then I had to prove to uh, the trademark office that I had to do something with it. So the next step was to move forward with publishing. And and five years later, here we are still publishing cartoons. So. Uh, are you a Canadian? I am Canadian, yeah. Know. How did you know? Because, <laughs> because he said pro, protect it. Oh, protect it. Ah. Pro. And anybody says project, protect it, they're Canadians. But I love Canadians. <laughs> Who doesn't love Canadians, love man? Canadians. I just, matter of fact, very quick here, and I don't want to take 30 seconds, I just got a, I have a really good friend that lives in, in Toronto, and he sent me that, uh, what is it, Nortel information. The Chinese drove the Nortel Corporation right out of business, of course, by hacking they. the living hell out of them. Of course. It makes, me, it makes you really sad. But in any case, so where where are you from originally, Mark? I was born and raised in Thunder Bay. 
No, it's called <laughs> Tunder Bay. Now we're talking. T- Minnesotans still call it Tunder Bay. Sorry, <laughs> they just do. Tunder Bay. Yeah, Tunder Bay. In any case, so so, so did you re- did you read the magazine when you were a kid? Yep, I uh, started reading in '83. Yeah, I read I, it right up until they stopped printing it. I think I started in like '73, '74. Because I built, I think I built my first motorcycle when I was thirteen, and I was I had cartoon way before that, so yeah, I was pretty young. But I, yeah, it was that that magazine was meant for me. Like it was written, I felt like it was written right to me. <laughs> and I think to every other gearhead out there. Are you? Are, is the format still the same? Uh, I kept it as nostalgic as possible. Awesome. So a lot of the original readers, it was just. It, they just got right back into it like it would never well, left. I would love to see young kids get back into it and young kids start reading it because it really kept kept you out of trouble. I mean, if you were building a bike or a car, you weren't out in the streets doing stupid crap like the rest of the kids. And I had friends come over all the time, hey, let's go do something. And I said, nope, I'm working on this car, man. And, can't and, do it. Can't do it. Like, <laughs> and you, it, becomes, it becomes your life. I mean, it really does. It's, well, it's, it's a lifestyle. Well, the biggest challenge we do have is we do keep it family friendly so kids can read it. So the challenge is to create stories for kids to read, but while still entertaining the adults. So. Well, I'm definitely going to promote it on, on my. I have a, a motorcycle Facebook page that has a lot of people on it, and I know everyone on there had was in the cartoon back in the day. They probably forgot about it, like because it's been gone for a long time. But yeah, that was a staple in any gearhead's life. Yeah, I want to ask you about... I've been been noticing, too, is a lot of people today that are older that used to read cartoons, they tell me that that's what inspired them to be who they are today in the automotive industry. Oh, 100%. I'm telling you, it was a magnet. It sucked me right in. That was what got me started. (laughs) That, and then you, you start... I started getting that, and then you start looking at other stuff like mini bikes, and then, you know, the whole thing starts. It just... It was the... The, the seed. You Cartoon are. was the seed that, that planted the tree. I mean, it really was. You know what's amazing for both of you? And, uh, that I didn't even, even know this until about a year, year and a half ago. But, um, Catherine, I think you're the one that actually brought it up in the first place. Me? I, I own two cars. I own a Jaguar, and I own a uh, 2013 Mustang. Uh, one of the fastest cars I've ever driven in my life. That thing is unbelievable. And Catherine asked me, "Why did you buy those two cars?" I said, "I don't know. I've always just like, uh, I've always liked the Mustang, and I've always liked the Jaguar, and I've, those are the cars I've always liked. I don't know why, but I just do." But then I started thinking about it after she asked me. When I was 12 years old, my brother came back. No, I was a little older than probably 13. Uh, my brother came back from Vietnam came driving up to our house in a Mustang. And then I realized that my brother-in-law, Pat O'Brien, who was kind of my father figure growing up as a kid because my father was gone, uh, Pat O'Brien, my, my, my brother-in-law, drove a Jaguar. Yeah, it all goes back to that age. Right it, around it really 13. does. No, it, it does. It 12, does. You're, you're, you guys are absolutely right about 12 that. 12 or 13, it, always, it all goes back to yep. that. 
And I have a Mustang and a Jaguar because they had a Mustang and a Jaguar. Yeah. I'm sure that's what it is. My tastes have changed because I got so big, had got had so many, and then they fi- start figuring out, yeah, these are junk. <laughs> <laughs> well, even though even yeah. though you still love looking at them, yeah. But I've stopped collecting to look. That's just big art, and I, I don't, big art takes up a lot of real estate. So I've gotten away from the big art. <laughs> yeah, no, I could see that. I just I find cars to be rather interesting, and the fact that you work with you know cars from a humorous standpoint, some of it's humor, some whatever. But it, it just Mark, it, it fascinates me when you get a guy behind the wheel of a car. They change. I'll give you an example. I also do a morning talk show from the same studio, and I get here at a little after five o'clock in the morning, right? Not today, but the two previous days, I was the only one on Highway 100 driving here until I passed Minnetonka Boulevard, and then two days in a row, a guy entered on to Highway 100 and tailgated the piss out of me all the way to this building. Now you know how it feels. Yeah, but we're the only two on the road, and, and this guy's tailgating me. It's like, why don't you just go around me? What are you doing? And I wasn't going slow or anything. But what is it about cars, you know, L.A. and Mark? What is it about cars and guys? Why can't they handle it? Well, some can. Well, I think. I, I guess think, everybody's different. So. Yeah, I think. Yeah. It's, I think. I don't know. Canadian in Canada, it's a little bit different than it is America, and in Europe, it's completely different because in Europe, you have to get a mechanical test to get a driver's license. Yep. Oh, so, yeah. so it, they respect your car. They respect your vehicles way more than Americans respect yeah. their vehicles, and they respect driving them. Americans buy themselves on how we drive, and and we're the crappiest drivers in the world. I would say <laughs> even that's though very even true. though they drive super crazy in Italy, and they ride the white white line on motorcycles at 100 miles an hour, they still respect their vehicle. Where Americans don't, they they're they're not afraid of their vehicle. You should be afraid of your vehicle. <laughs> you yeah. really yeah. But I want to say I want to say this before we run out of time. I really hope because cartoon. The, the big thing about that magazine was it appealed to kids, but it taught kids about cars. Right, so I want, right. I hope that they, that continues and they teach kids about cars and they get kids involved in building and, and taking things apart and doing that because that really is a great asset to have in life throughout your whole life. If you get it as a kid, it, it, it benefits you through your whole life. I like it. Well, I, I believe the new cartoons is to help mold these young kids and as they get older, then they'll be a top cluster in the automotive industry. So it kind of helps all, you know what I mean? That's awesome. It does indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, cartoonsmag.com. That's cartoonsmag.com. Mark, thanks for your time today. Great talking to you, sir. Keep up the good work, pal. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. We'll take a break. Be right back with the family. Well, that's important. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. 
Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just kidding. We are back. <laughs> I, I just saw something that really distracted me like there's no tomorrow. I, what are we going to do about news which flows from Asia to Western Europe and America? Ignore because it. it's never accurate. Have you ever not. noticed that? Did you hear what just happened? No. You know, Kim Jong-un is in a coma. He's not expected to make it. I've been hearing He's that for years. years. Right? Well, he just showed up smoking a cigarette. <laughs> of course he did. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. We're suckers in this country, man. We're Isn't the, that amazing? We're the biggest suckers in the world. In we this are the biggest suckers in the world. He's, there's a picture of him standing there smoking a cigarette. He's probably laughing his ass or, off. Oh, he's got a big smile on his face. Is it a hologram? Yes, maybe no. it's a hologram. You never, never know. You never know with Kim. You yeah. never do. That, that Kim is a crafty <laughs> devil. He is. It's just hilarious. He's just having, I think he's just having fun. Oh, they're going with it. What's his sister's name again? Oh, she's going to be taking over any minute now. <laughs> Manslaughter. I, I hope not. She looks, he, she looks pretty evil. She looks a lot meaner than he does. Oh, he doesn't look mean at all. Yeah, that's looks what like I'm saying. He'd be fun to hang out with, but she looks like she's like out of a out of a movie. Got the Pelosi grimace. Like Kim Yo Jung. Yeah, she looks like she's Kim a villain in a movie. She does. She looks she does. evil. She does. She got that mean look in her eyes. She has like, that Hollywood, that typical Hollywood. She does. You know, you're right. Villain. Yeah. Kim Jong Un looks like he just wants to eat hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's looks, probably true. I'll gladly pay Tuesday for a hamburger. He always looks pretty jolly. He looks pretty jolly. What's that Korean beef, a Korean barbecue? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah Korean barbecue. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know if they have that in North Korea. Though. No, they don't have that in North Korea. Oh, I don't have good. anything in North Korea. No. Probably not. Corn and rice. Yeah. So i got to ask Catherine and Alex this as the two women at the table. Did you hear what happened to the Alaska Attorney General? No. Nope. Apparently he's had to uh, step aside. He's had to resign. He had to step oh, down as uh, Attorney General of the state of Alaska. You know why? He did something super bad. He did something really, really stupid. I don't know how old he is. He looks like he's about 60, probably, somewhere in there. Yeah, he's probably about yeah about 60 years old, something like that. Well, he sent uh, some, some text messages to a very young employee of the attorney general's office talking about how beautiful she is. You're always nice to see you, oh, beautiful dear, lady. Dear God. Mm. You have to find a way to say yes and come over and let me cook for you. Oh. No, no, no. Okay, you ready? Real creepy. No, I'm you know, not ready. You know how many uh, texts he sent her? 45. A whole lot. 550. <laughs> Obsessed. That sounds like he might be going through a dementia. Yeah. Did you see, did you see the Jerry Falwell Jr. thing? Oh, my God. That's really odd there. Who? Jerry Falwell. He's the president of... Big, one of the biggest Christian colleges. Down, he stepped down today. Uh, well, one of the biggest Christian colleges in America, and his wife. Didn't he go to jail for? No, that's that was his dad. <laughs> that was his dad. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, okay. so his wife 
So some guy comes forward and says, I've been sleeping with them, having sex with the, his wife oh, while yeah, he watches. Right. The pool boy or something. Yeah, the pool boy. Yeah. 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 Who doesn't do that? But now, yeah, exactly. <laughs> normal That's stuff. That's why Anthony and I don't That's have a pool. But now, Fair- yeah. Yeah. Helpers, you know. <laughs> but now Farewell's saying, no, my wife had an affair. I didn't know anything about it. But he, but he used did, to watch him. That well, that's what the guy say. But I did listen to the audio that the guy has, and it's it's iffy. Really, it's iffy. She in the in the in the audio, it's through the three of them, and the wife says, "Yeah, he's been telling me about girls he's been hooking up with, oh. and making me jealous." And the the husband farewell goes, "Yeah, don't do that." And it's kind of jokey. I, I don't know. It's not it's not cut and dry that they were... Well, hmm. as a matter of fact, Tom did mention this to me the other day, and I was like, you know what? Who cares? Yeah. As long as it's consensual, do whatever you want. Stick I peanuts up your butt. I don't care what you do. I don't peanuts. care. I don't care what anybody but, does. As long know, as everyone wants to do it, they're well, of to, age. Yeah. yeah. Catherine, do you, it. you know what most people care. are going to think you just said? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can put those up there, too. I don't care what you do. With a T. Yeah, yeah but, she doesn't yeah, care what you do. Put whatever you want up your butt as long as like, it's somebody wants but you to do it. I think the only reason why it's it, 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 people do care because it's a Christian college. Yes. So what? So Christians can be, no. look at all those words that they have in the Bible. It's just not. Angels were terrible people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, L.A. It's your fault. Now, I just don't understand. See, one great thing about that is that Catherine and I or, know that I could never have an affair because I'm way too tired. <laughs> you don't have to say, Ugh. I just said fall asleep in my chair. I don't have the energy. I don't, I don't have the memory to remember all my lies. I would never <laughs> no, be able to not. keep track of my like lies. To me, it just, it just, there's no way it, it would ever be worth the aggravation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sex isn't that, all that. Right. Like, no. it's, it's way just, too to much me, work. it would be like, eh. Yeah. For some I'll people, pass. it is, though. Yeah. It's like way too some much work. Most of that's a power thing, anyway. I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Probably. Like Most when, of it's a power thing. Yeah, there's definitely a... Like, when I have when I ever have a girl come like kind of come on to me, I run the other way. I'm like, I gotta go. See, I, was, I was visiting my dad in the home uh, the other day, and I have a mask on, and you have to wear goggles. And this this old guy says, "You have a very pretty face," and I'm like, "I've been covered up by a giant mask." Yeah, but goggles you. and a mask. But thank but other than you. That, you look great oh when God. most of your face is covered up. You look oh my God. God, isn't that amazing? Cute. No, no doubt about it. It's. Uh, what the, what is going on in the world though? I'm looking at the headlines. It's just really, honest to God, Kim. Now they changed the headline of the Kim Jong Un story to "What's going on, Kim Jong Un?" And, and, and uh, that's another thing. They shouldn't be able to have. They shouldn't be allowed to change their headline yeah. once they print it. It should I be. Agree. That's it. You're accountable. Be yeah. held accountable for what you said. Right. And they change them like every ten minutes. They do all the time. I want to look bad. Uh-oh. Should I make everybody feel bad? No. <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr. just got his severance check from uh, from the Liberty University. Oh, that's a lot. $10.5 yeah. Oh, my. Well, he's, he's, he's worth a lot. I mean, these schools, oh, what are they that, yeah. charging that they can pay these people this money? It's year. insane. St. Yeah, Olaf nothing. is like $85,000 a year. What is? St. Olaf. 
And I, think it is, I think it is 68. Okay, that's like absolutely insane. Yeah, people should just be I like, know. I'm not going to college until you bring down these They're costs. These to. people, they, they these administrators don't need to make $10 million. Yeah, St. Kate's is. They don't need it. St. Kate's is. Well, whatever it is. <laughs> like $3,500 for one four credit class. One four credit class. I yeah. pay that much every six months. For, I did that for. I did 31 credits for that much. Oh, and then all these students that didn't negotiate their tuition, which they should have done before they went back to college, when they were dangling some live classes as right, a carrot right. to get them to go back, hmm. now they're like, oh, just kidding, no live classes, you're doing online, and they're paying the exact same tuition. I, I would sue. I would. I would. I would want my money back. If you're not getting the college experience, because the college experience, you get more out of the experience of being around other people your age and learning from yeah. them than you do the college. That's I don't what think Dan. I met a single person my age the whole time I was in college. Oh, you really? did the whole time you were in classes. You were in a giant room full of people your age. Yeah, but I didn't meet them. But <laughs> that was, yeah, that was Dan was saying that last night. He was like. Going and living in the dorms and like meeting people and going to oh, events is like almost more valuable the first couple of years of college than classes. Yeah, that, See, makes, that, that actually makes you grow up. When yeah. I was going to the University of Minnesota, just negotiating the quagmire of the University of Minnesota quagmire. was right. the was the lesson. Yeah. Just to figure out how to get something done. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Bureaucracy. Yeah, it was ridiculous. A lot of red tape there. Yes. Nothing. I think the college is the very definition of a bubble, and it's going oh. to burst any day, and it's yeah. going it to be I a think it, catastrophic. I think, I think you're right. I think they've topped up their prices so much that it's going to burst. Yeah, I think we're there. And and what are you coming out with? You're coming out with a diversity degree and an equity program. What are you going to do with the, this? The, the, the percentage of employment there when they get out of college is going less and less every year. They can't get a job. I know. So. We were talking about this last night because Dan might flip a house with his dad. Mm. And he was like, what do you think? We could make this much money, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sure. And we could just put it right into the kids' college funds. And he's like, that's what I was thinking. But then I was like, we were both like, I wonder what college will look like in it might not even be a college. 14 right, years, might not, might you know, like it'll college. be. Well, saving money is never a bad idea. But yeah, no, no we'd no, put it, or, you know, house fund or whatever, you know, right. everybody calls it a college fund, but just it would go be. Buy, just go buy, take all that money and buy silver. <laughs> as big as this table. Silver and That's a lot of silver. I got a good amount of silver. I've it's probably never, got 10 pounds of it's silver. It's never been, the ratio has never been greater between silver and gold in world history. Yeah, that's true. Ever. But well, now silver is probably really silver? high. No, right? it's very price, low. No, it's very it's low. low. It's not, it's that's not very low. low, but it's never been this far away from gold. Gold's at 2,000, silver's at 23, 24. Oh, 20, like my Apple stock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> silver might be 27 today, something like that. But it's never been this far away from gold. Oh. Hmm. we got to take a break. We'll be <clears> back <throat> in the second hour. Our buddy Kristen Burt will join us for that second hour with the family. <laughs> 